0: Hello, friends. Welcome to God's Eagle Ministries. My name is Ambassador Monday Orel Ogwa Jo God's Eagle Ministries. We are seeding the nations with God's Word and God Himself is transforming lives through His timeless truth. One content at a time. We're one in Christ Jesus. Let's stay one. Evangelism, discipleship, um, counseling, healing, deliverance, restoration, and prayer with our walls, brothers and denominations. Today we are introducing to you our 17th um, annual 40-day fast, uh, which began on the uh, 17th of March 2006 when the Lord instructed us. So this is 17th annual 40-day fast on intercession for church and leadership as instructed by the Lord himself on the 16th of March, 2006, whilst I was uh, living in the UK. And uh, this um, instruction, uh, you might ask, okay, so why, why fast? But before then, I'd like us to pray. Uh, Spirit of the living God, we invite you here. Father, we thank you. Lord Jesus, we appreciate you. Thank you for a day such as this, the first day of the first day fast. Friday, the 17th of March, 2003. And the keywords revival, unity, church, leadership, end times, Antichrist, Salt, light, fasting, 40day sessions, spiritual sessions, prophetic sessions, uh, seasons, sorry, spiritual seasons, prophetic seasons, intercession, passion, God's sovereignty. Father, we thank you with know Holy Spirit that you bred life upon this short content that we'll be sending out to your people who are willing and are available to do the needful for the church and the body of Christ. Thank you for answer prayer in Jesus' name. So friends, uh, this is the 17th annual 40-day fast on intercession for church and leadership as instructed by the Lord himself on the 16th of March uh, 2006. And today's content count on Otakada is 2,220,940. Praise the Lord. So who should join anyone that is passionately passionate for revival in our individual lives uh, in our churches and in our leadership and also passionate enough to want to do something about this as led by the spirit of god it's available to you're available to join please join in there's no cohesion there's cohesion there's no force there's no nothing Just be led by the Spirit and and go about it. But before I go uh, further down, why is fasting important? Why is that necessary? Well, when we fast, we deprive the body, the flesh, which is always at war with the Spirit, of its desires. We quieten the voice of our flesh. The voice of our flesh is loud. And we quieten it so that our attention can be focused on the Lord himself. You see, as our thought goes, so our spiritual life goes. I repeat that. You navigate the spirit realm with your thought life. And that's why it says as a man thinks in his heart so is he and who are you you are spirit life is spiritual and as, far as our thoughts goes as well learn is it learn to take your thoughts captive you know bring every thought into the obedience of christ and so when we fast we deprive the flesh we deprive, deprive the surrounding the voice of the flesh the voice of the surrounding the voice of contrary spirit we silence that and we focus on God and the more we focus on God the more we become like him the more we can hear what he's saying the more we are attentive in our spirituals uh, our spiritual senses our spiritual eyes are more heightened we become more, more like uh, we were in the garden of eden where the spirit was uh, first place and then the flesh secondary so and then when we fell the spirit died and and and, and the and the and the flesh Took preeminent. Me, 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 myself, and I. And so when we go into fasting, we quiet in the flesh and the spirit comes alive. And then we're in tune with the spirit. We go into the vibration. It's not that God is not speaking. It's just that uh, there's so much noise in the flesh level. And when I talk about the flesh, I'm talking of the soul, the mind, the body, and all the craving that it goes with it. The things that has to do with the earthlings, The things that have to do with the cares of this life, the cares of uh, you know all the things that we 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 worry so much about, and our thought takes that. Say, so take your thought captive. Take your thought captive. So fasting help you focus on god and as you focus on god he's been speaking you key into that frequency and you're able to pick up and download what he wants to say and so normally when we start 40 day fast within the first uh seven days eight days we might be praying regularly and then immediately pam pam revelation begins to drop in if you take seven day fast within the first two days three days you break that barrier and the revelation begins to drop in if you take three days within probably the first day and the second day nothing happened the third day boom lot of revelation dreams and whatever begins to come in. Anybody can do this. It's not a specialty because we are spiritual. Life is spiritual. And so because we are not training, because we leave the job to uh, the, the five-fold ministry, we think that because we sit in pews, um, the job is for the people who are speaking. That is not so. It's not the pattern that God left behind for us. The pattern is that everyone is a worker. Everyone is a worker. I repeat, everyone, that's why the fivefold are supposed to equip you to do the work. And the fivefold are also involved in the work of ministry. So that's why if we are to speak, see into the spiritual realm, you are also meant to see into the spiritual realm. It's not something that requires uh, some kind of degree or uh, ecclesiastical the qualification or whatever it is that we, we think about and so it's that simple but you see it requires denying the flesh and that's where rubber hits the whole the road our bodies our flesh the, after the fall our flesh desires the things of the flesh okay and when jesus came uh, jesus what he did was to allow the spirit to come alive again allow the spirit to come alive again so that we are uh, again joined with the spirit of God. Uh, if you're not a believer, if, you, if you're listening to me, you're not a believer, your spirit is disconnected from God as a result of your connection, uh, as, as a result of the fall in the garden. It affects, like that, all human race. But when we reestablish that relationship back to God, our spirit gets connected to Him. We are more sensitive to His instruction, we are more sensitive to His leading, and it doesn't matter what the flesh demands. It doesn't matter what the flesh demand. And so, but we need to crucify the flesh. That's why Jesus says, he who wants to be my disciple, let him deny himself. Watch the flesh. Let him come after uh, Take his, take up his cross daily. Denying the flesh requires taking up the cross. Who doesn't like eating nice meals? Everybody wants to do that. But you see, is the ones that are willing to go to the narrow road. He said the way to life is very narrow, very few. He says, he who overcomes, what are you overcoming? Overcoming the flesh, overcoming the situations around. And so this is just a preamble uh, to give you content for uh, this 40-day fast. So, so that you, when you go into it, you're going to it on purpose. You're going to it because you are fighting something. You are overcoming your flesh. That's where the overcoming starts first, before you go outside for, to people who are talking to you and all of that. So day one... Um, This today is Friday, March 17, 2023. And so who should join this 40 day fast? Anyone that is passionately passionate for revival in our individual lives. If you realize that your individual life is not what it should be, I encourage you to join in our churches if you if fed up with what is happening between we christians i'm not talking of the organizations organizations are business centers no i'm talking of you and i christians the church all right and leadership people appointed to uh superintend whatever it is that's going on in this collective gathering as soon as and the lord said pray for my church pray for my leaders i saw him the body was divided and there was joints all over he says what do i fit in The look for churches that disciple and so and then pray for my church, pray for my leaders. It's the cause of that. My forty-day, my first forty-day fast that the Lord showed up three days to the end of the fast, 22nd of 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 um, of uh, April, uh, Saturday, 5 a.m. in the morning. He walked in, and then that changed the trajectory of my life forever. And so every year, says forty-day fast, that pray for the church and pray for the leaders. So I'm now recruiting you as a disciple to join in in this assignment. To pray for our churches and our leaders. Not, I'm not talking of your institution. I'm not talking organization. That is human reorganization to see how they can worship God better. But that also has become an obstacle to unity in the of Christ. Okay, so Friday, March 17, 2023. So um, we're praying for church, you and I, and the leadership. Our date today is Friday, 17th of March, till. Uh, Tuesday, the twenty-fifth of April, twenty twenty-three. Forty-day fast expires on twenty-fifth of April, uh, twenty twenty-three. The purpose of this uh, forty-day fast is intercession for unity amongst the brethren. And for lasting transformation into the image and likeness of Jesus Christ in both words and deeds. There's a lot of talking. (laughs) The the, the, deed doesn't line up, okay? Prayer items. What should we be praying about or interceding about? So I'm drilling down what specifically we need to be doing. Number one is to establish establishment of God's sovereign plans on earth, God's kingdom. And when I say God's sovereign plan, I'm talking of God's kingdom, God's will, as it is in heaven, to be established in the seven realms, in ourselves, that's the first one in ourselves, me talking, and you hearing me, uh, in ourselves individually, in our families, in our communities, in our churches. In our states, in our nations, and in nations of the earth. Well, why are we interceding? Why should you intercede for yourself? Because if you are sitting in the wrong place, how do you hear God? There are so many people interceding and calling on fast, but they are not standing right with God. And so it has to be a continuous check because today I might be standing, tomorrow I might fall. So it says, Let he who thinks he's standing, let him be careful lest he, he fall. So it is important that we pray for ourselves, the intercessors, to find out where we are. How does God see me? And when we go into this fasting, we ask ourselves, Lord, how do you see me? Where do I stand (laughs) with you? What lack I yet? Even David said, extray me, check me out. If there's anything in me, and lead me in the path. The greatest disservice we can have to ourselves is to have a completely different look at the mirror and forget how we look. When we look at the mirror of God's world, we know where we are lacking. And we can take proactive proactive action in correcting that. So, the the prayer items, number one, is establishment of God's sovereign plans on earth. In ourselves, in our families, the families, the close families that we have. In our community, that's our Jerusalem. In our communities where we live in. In our churches where we go to meet with other Christians, either house fellowship or whatever. In our states where we we do the, the, the breakdown of the various structure that that has been put together in our states that is the, the administrative block and everybody that controls that area. In our nation that is a country that the states belong to, and in the nations of the world, the seven realms, the are isle- the uh, the, the, uh, the 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 islands, the islands, the the. Uh, the Americas, the, um, America, uh, Africa, uh, Europe, Middle East, Far East, Oceania, and all of that. And so, we pray for all of those. It's it's all-encompassing. Seven, years, We are calling forth your kingdom come. Your will be established in this place. As we begin, God begins to open our eyes to see what is out of alignment to his plan. And then he now gives us the word to proclaim, to declare, as he will do. Okay, and we will explain to you why he cannot do it because he has abdicated the responsibility of the earth realm to you and I on earth. So we stand like him, we don't say, God, come and do it. We speak to the situation, we speak to the media, we speak to the trees, we speak to the wind, we speak to the dead, we speak to the living, and they come alive in the name as God intends it to be. But it's important that we are keyed in to the rhythm of heaven to be able to understand what he once said and what he wants done so that we can do it and uh, so uh, the scriptural reference for you here is matthew chapter 6 verse 9 to 11 jesus prayed and when they saw jesus keeping on going on to pray and all of that they began to ask him teach us to pray and he said our father in this manner therefore pray ye he never gave them another format for prayer Some people say, oh, the kingdom has come, so you don't need that prayer. That is a lie from the realm of wickedness. It is important that we pray the kingdom of God into every realm where we live. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is heaven, and give us this day our daily bread. Daily bread could be our food, could be spiritual bread, could be physical bread, but the precedence has to be the spiritual bread okay number two what are we prayer items number two is availability for kingdom directed service and as we declare we are available for whatever whenever wherever and however the master chooses to use us in jesus name so availability now why is that important because god does nothing on earth except in response to deep-rooted earnestness in our prayers he says effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and it's powerful and it's working. And so when we're making declarations, it's not happening. It's not fervent. It's not rooted. It's not earnest. It has to come from the depth of our being. It's not intellectual thinking we're talking about. It's not presentation at the UN or whatever, at the government level or in our churches or pulpit that we talk from our head and not from our heart. Nothing will happen. It has to come from our being, our spirit. That's from who we are. And that's when A change takes place. So we read from uh, the precedence precedence in the scripture here, Isaiah 6 8. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I. Here am I. Isaiah, he says, I am here so the heaven is looking for at to send to do heavenly bidding and that's why jesus god has to send his son to earth so that he can get the lego right to begin to adjudicate on behalf of god so jesus did nothing except what he saw his father doing so it became god's hand it became god's feet it became god's eyes it becomes god's heart it became everything and that's what we are called to do and we are we supposed to, to do even more than Jesus did. So, and then Ezekiel 22, 29 to, um, 29 to 31, I read, it says that the people of the land, and this is God speaking, and I'm talking about why it's important that on earth, God is looking for you and I to do his work he won't do it because it doesn't use up authority as we humans are very uh, much uh, used to doing. And so Ezekiel 22, 29 to 31 said, the people say the earth he has given to the sons of men. Look into the Psalms you'll find in there. And several other the scriptures, the earth he has given. So when God gives, he doesn't say the gift and calling of God are without repentance. He doesn't withdraw it back. Even Satan, he gave the power. He has not refunded it. Satan has perverted it uh, up to this moment. So uh, Ezekiel 22, 29 to 37 The people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery, and have vexed the poor and needy, yet they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me, for the land that I should not destroy, but I found none. Therefore have I poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath their own way have I recompense upon their heads, saith the Lord. And so when there's no man to intervene, God will judge. And it's all about justice. Righteousness and justice. If you look at Psalm 82, it talks about uh, it says, you are gods. Jesus referenced that. We are gods. It means means we have small g's representing him here. On earth. When we speak, as him who will speak, it will come to pass. Most of the time we speak and it's completely out of alignment with what God wants. And then we don't see the result and then we go back and forth and all of that. Or sometimes people use all kinds of power to exercise their authority as the wicked do. They understand the secret. And so what are we praying about? Prayer item number three, which is the final one. There are just three prayer points. Nothing more to boil. That's what we're ready, running for today. So it gives you a format and it can be expanded as the Spirit opens our eyes to expound that prayers number three unity amongst the brethren which will bring in the intended harvest of soul which cannot be done without the god kind of love unity amongst the brethren which will bring in the intended harvest of soul how is that connected we'll find out now which cannot be done without god kind of love the loving God and loving others as ourselves and this does not necessarily mean people who are in our good books including the Boko Haram including the Fulani including the houses including the Muslims these are God's children but are lost. they need to call back in and if we don't love them sincerely from our being or from just playing uh, uh, 419 or playing all kinds of things it's not going to happen after this format and not our format after his format and not our format so number 3 what we'll be praying? Unity amongst the brethren which will bring in the intended harvest of soul which cannot be done without God kind of love. Loving God and loving others as ourselves after this format. This format and not our format. And Jesus uh, highlighted that in Matthew twenty-two, thirty-seven to 39. So Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart uh, and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and the great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And it goes further, it says, On these two hangs all the laws and the prophets. So you should put everything the prophets said, Ezekiel said, Jeremiah said, and every one of them, and uh, Daniel said, and Jesus said, put them all together. This is the summary. Love God love others as ourselves it means that we love god and we love others and we forget about ourselves no, we also need to love our, ourselves as we love others then john 13 34 to 35 jesus said a new commandment i gave you he didn't give them the 10 he gave them a new commandment and it's just one a new commandment i give you that you love one another just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By these, all people will know that you are my disciples if you love, if... If you have love for one another. So you could see that Jesus is interested about the lost, the people that don't know him. Because when they see the love, they begin to come. They get attracted. If you look at of Acts uh, chapter 2 and 3, we see how people are attracted to the kingdom because of the unity that was in the body of Christ. Okay? So we can't disconnect that. We can't just get up and go and start preaching. And when we're fighting going on between us, it's not going to happen. If people come they just come there, they lay about, so to speak. In John 17, 20 to 23, that I pray I for these alone, but for them also, which shall believe in me through their word, that they all may be one, as thou father art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou givest me have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them and thou in me that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. And so why would the world want to know? Why is God talking about the world? Because God died for the world. It says um, John 3.16 John 3.16 that uh Uh, For God said, love who? The world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. But you see, when we come to Jesus and we don't love others, what tends to happen is that the world runs away. We don't come. But when we love each other and portray what we have believed between ourselves, it draws people On autopilot, so to speak. Okay? So, that is the connection. So, those are the three prayer points that we need to be praying. Uh, The first prayer point is that um, we're praying that... Um, number one, establishment of God's sovereign plans on I mean, it. God has a plan. <laughs> he has not changed. He has unfolded it for us to see. And then and, and it's going to be in establishing His plan, His purpose, and His plan on several realms in ourselves, in our families, in our communities, in our churches, in our states, in our nation, and the nations of the world. And I give you scriptural repre- uh, reference there. Number two, availability for kingdom directed service. And it's not about leaving your job and coming. If that's what God wants, fine. But, I believe you for kingdom service can be, or could be the managing director of your company and God puts you there so that you are available to talk to your employee you are the paying their salary for crying out loud and you can talk to them why you're a Christian and they can see through your life you pay their salaries on time you do all kinds of things they will ask you but you don't keep quiet you go on the offensive you just send them to the city some people will say no I'll just sit down let my life do the preaching hell no that's not the way you go it's sales and marketing you go and tell them. Jesus never sat down. He went to every city, one city after another. Why did he do that? Because he needed to do that. Because his father was walking. His father was looking to and fro on behalf of the person who will make himself strong. And people who say so the heavens rejoice when a single sinner is brought in. So the greeting of the kingdom is about winning the world back uh, to the kingdom. So number, I believe it's for kingdom directed service. And number three, unity among the brethren. Calling for unity among the brethren. Question bring about the intended harvest of soul. So when I go into the prophetic season, I will let you know why this time is very important. Okay. And then, um, and then uh, Bible reading. So this period is not just about sitting down and, and fasting and praying. It's also about Bible reading and prayer in the eight watches, eight watches, and you understand that now. So the Bible, the entire Bible, in 40 days, we finish the entire Bible. In 40 days, there are 1,189 chapters in the entire Bible. So each day we take 30 chapters in reading per day during eight watches, in reading and prayer. That is 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 12 noon, 3 p.m., 6 p.m., 9 p.m., 12 midnight, and 3 a.m. and the circle continues for 40 days. So as we're reading the scriptures, we are also proclaiming the three uh, scriptures that we, we've been talking about. And as we're doing that, the Lord is revealing content for prayer. When I say content for prayer, I've given you three prayer points, but in the context of those three prayer points, God will start opening and dropping, like uh, like you're putting up your phone and the uh, SMS or whatever starts dropping. So that's it. When you key into that realm, God begins to give you the specifics that you need to declare and proclaim, and I know, and I bought, and whatever, and so then example how do you go about going how do you do the 30 days so the way we do it is reading books from revelations backwards so we take to revelation the whole of revelation we read 1 to 3 all the way to 22 and then we go to jude and we go to third john and we go to second john and we go to first john and we go to second peter and we go to backwards as we're reading revelation we're also reading genesis so we start genesis 3 chapters we go over to revelation 3 chapters and then uh that's how we do, and then until they meet at the center, until we meet at the center, that is from old, forward, um, new, backwards, uh, all the way to Matthew, and then we cross over into the Old Malachi, and all of that come backwards until you meet with Genesis. Okay, so that's how it goes. So, and when we do that, that the a secret came to me in one of this fasting. So, many parts of the Bible begin to make sense. As the old text explains the new text and the new text explains the old in a way it cannot be understood reading conventionally the way we take Genesis uh Genesis blah 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 Exodus all the way to Revelation. When you read it that way, some of the things that were spoken in Genesis would have forgotten when you get to uh, Revelation, but when you take it back to back, uh, you know Genesis forward and Revelation and backwards. As you take to Revelation, you take Jude, you take and then you take the Exodus and just Misham March. You just begin to see a lot of correlations, a lot of explanation. The Tree of Life, for instance, in Genesis, you will see the answers in the Re- Revelation in the Tree of Life that was held back now released. You see, God doesn't want to hold anything for us, but He wants to be done as its own time, in its own format, in its own order, in righteousness. So many of the parts of the Bible begin to make sense. So what seasons are we in? It says the scripture talks about the sons of Issachar in Second Samuel. If you read through that, just do a search on Issachar. Um, it says the sons of Issachar knew the times and the seasons they were in, and they were able to advise Israel. Today, we are the church, and so we represent the body of Christ we should know what season, what session, what season we are in prophetically on God's calendar. We should know. We should have an idea. It's not possible. That we don't have an answer because we we have the spirit. Say Jesus said, God said in Jer, just said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah thirty three three. He said, Call upon me and I'll answer you and show you greater mighty things that you do not know about. Why are we not getting greater mighty things? Because we are not calling upon him. And when we are calling upon, him, we are calling upon him with a selfish intent. He said, We we seek, we ask, and we receive not because we ask amiss. We ask to spend it on ourselves. So when we ask in the right way, not because we want to make a lot of money and expect. White people, because we want to want to be in the center of God's so want to be able to help others, to be able to reposition in the things of the kingdom, because the sick he of the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things that the Gentiles seek will be added unto you. Okay, and so what season are we in? The seasons we are in right now is the season for purification of the church. You and I purification of the church whatever is happening now is it purifying you is it taking your attention off the things of the world and focusing on God the shutting down of the financial system the illness that your hospitals cannot heal and all of that is it putting your attention on God or taking it away from him if he's taking it to you your purification assignment is working that purification is going on right now it's going to go on for the next four years or three years there about extra okay so calling in of great harvest of souls this is also going to be because there's not going to be a lot of suffering so many people are going to be open to see options that are out there they want to look to listen to what the lord has to say when they're going to see crisis and you are bubbling when they say bubbling bubbling when you don't have the people would want to know how do you handle it they are all afraid of what's going on and you're able to present to them that joy comes from the lord not happiness. Joy. Joy in the midst of affliction. And you're able to, uh, God is able to provide for you in a miraculous way. Things multiply. Your food multiply. And all of that. That would be harvest of soil. It will bring a lot of harvest because the crisis is going to fire people to come to him. And then finally, ushering in of the Antichrist. We're in that season. The groundwork for the ushering of the Antichrist started long ago. <laughs> and But we are reaching the climax now. I Told to talk to you about Gog and Magog. The spirit left to me in the uh, second of February 2023 20, during our fasting. I went to Europe and he said, Gog and Magog. That's also an inclination telling me this we are, we are, we are at midnight, so to speak, and so we should not, uh, we should know where we are. And when that happens, Gog and Magog is part of the Antichrist, okay? The groundwork for the uttering of the Antichrist that's a long ago, but we are reaching the climate now. Watch and pray. And It says pray and watch. Don't just put your head down and praying and, and doing all kinds of blasting of tongues, and you're not looking around what's going on, okay? And just looking around, watching also is watching into the spirit realm, not just physical. There are a lot of things happening in the spirit realm that the physical you don't see, you just see casualties in the physical realm, but you don't know what's going on in the spiritual realm. It's important we know what's happening in the spiritual realm, and it's not to rely on other people. We have the spiritual eyes, we are spiritual, life is spiritual, we can see. And And you just need training, you just need preparation. We need to be hungry to be able to see God feeds hungry people. Whatever gift you want, be hungry for that gift and so see how it's going to manifest. Then Mark chapter 9, 49 to 50, why purification, why is that? And Jesus spoke himself, everyone, Mark 9, 49 to 50, everyone will be salted with fire. God always used Christ is to bring people uh, into light, to bring people into the way he wants them to be. He says he's the one that he flogs, is the father that flogs the children that he wants to put right. Salt is good, he says in verse 15, but if it loses its salty taste, you cannot make it good again. So don't lose that good quality of salt you have and live in peace with, with each other. I'm, I'm ashamed to say there's a lot of infighting going on in churches. The only way God can reset our brain is through allowing those kind of crises we are seeing today in our financial system, in our health issues, the COVID and everything else so that we can begin to be the salt so that we can see things from God's perspective, perspective, not from our selfish perspective. Matthew 5, 13 to 16 says, salt and light. You are the salt. <coughs> salt and it says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt God loses his saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is not longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Now that the people light a lamp or put it on the pool, well. instead they put it on stand, on the stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And so God wants to put us on a lamp stand. God wants to put us on a hill. But the only way He can do that is to allow the fire, the salt into the fire so that our salt in it that is no longer valuable can be returned back and the value can come out and the world can see and the world he died for will begin to come in because of our good work, because of the heart that we have towards the lost, because of the ways our life portray, the kingdom of heaven Praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. So, first John, finally, the Antichrist. How is that connected to the Antichrist and what we're seeing right now? is center stage, the stage is being set for the Antichrist, <laughs> whether you like it or not. And the scripture told us that in 1 John 4 2 to 4, by this you may know, perceive, and recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit which acknowledges and confesses the fact that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, actually has become man and has come into the flesh of God, has God for his source. And every spirit, which does not acknowledge and confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, but would, uh, would and null, destroy, sever, disuniting, is not of God, does not proceed from Him. This con- non-confession is the spirit of the Antichrist of which you heard that it he was coming, and that it's already in the world. Little children, you are of God you belong to him. And I've already defeated and overcome them, the agents of the Antichrist, because he who lives in you is greater mightier than he who is in the world. So the Antichrist today mark everybody, every religion that you see today, every one of them. When you tell them Jesus came in the flesh from God, they will tell you no way, it's a prophet, this, that, and that's half truth. But they don't want to know anything They say that Jesus came, that is not of God. That anyone that confessed. That Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, but, but they want to make him an ordinary human being. And anyone that tells you that's an antichrist, straight up, okay? Now, P- P.S. A word is enough for the wise and discerning. A word is enough for the wise and discerning. So today is the first day of the fast, and you can key in, you can go over this recording again to give you the motivation to start. Everyone should be involved in this. There's so much. That have gone under the water in our lives, in our churches. So, shalom to you. This is Ambassador Monday or Rejo or Eagle Ministries. At otakada.otaka.org May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his countenance to shine upon you. And as you sleep, may he speak to you. To join whatever we're doing. How do you fast? You can do 12 hours. You can do 6 hours. You can do whatever. But be focused on him. And pray the prayers that you need to pray. You don't want to do a hunger strike. Some people fast and they don't pray. But it is important that we fast and we pray. Because the Spirit comes alive. And we are more in tune with the Spirit. And we can speak situations to turn around. We can speak into circumstances and situations. According to the reading that we receive from the realm of God. In Jesus name. Take care. Bye bye. Hallelujah.